How are you? I hope you are doing well. Now that we are going through worldwide pandemic, many of us might encounter sickness, financial hardship, feelings of helplessness, and even greater personal loss. These difficulties give us the opportunities to deepen our practice and even whether our practice really works. Today, I would like to talk about how to find refuge in our daily life. Let me tell you a story. 150 years ago in Korea, there was a Zen master named Gyeong-ho. He is known as the patriarch of Korean Zen Buddhism. When he was nine years old, he became a monk. At the age of 14, he began to study the sutras. Within a few years, he had mastered all the principal sutras. Soon many monks began to gather around him, and he became a famous sutra master. When he was 33 years old, there was a major change in his life. One day, he decided to pay a visit to his first teacher. After a few days of walking, he passed through a small village. There were no people in the street. Immediately, he knew something was wrong and began to feel an overwhelming sense of disaster. Then a heavy storm came up. In desperation, he went from door to door in the hope of finding shelter from the rain. At each house, he was rejected as the families were afraid. He would bring the raging epidemic to their house. Unable to find shelter, he was forced to spend the whole night under a big tree outside the village. He struggled with fear and with death. At the moment, he asked himself, I am supposed to be a great sutra master. I already understand all of Buddha's teachings. So why am I so afraid? He then realized that he had only known the facts of the teachings intellectually. The next day, he returned to the temple and decided to no longer teach his students. He shut the door of his room and devoted himself to investigating his spiritual question. After three months of diligent practice, he found refuge where he could be free from the fear of death. 
As this story tells us, even though we think we understand the Buddha's teachings, it can be very hard for us to accept when we are facing death. Even though Master Gyeongho understood that all things are impermanent, that life and death are aspects of the one reality, he was attached to his body. Let me ask a question. How does your practice work during this uncertain time? Do you feel that your practice of meditation and the Dharma help you to stay calm? If not, how can we find refuge? Let's just think about what is essential if we want to be good at basketball. First of all, we need a ball and a basket. Without them, we cannot practice what we learn. Once we have a ball and a basket, then we need to continually practice throwing the ball into the basket. This is the same when we practice with our mind. For practitioners who want to be free from suffering, what is first needed is to see our true nature. With that awakening of our true nature, we must practice to keep our true nature all the time. Especially when we face a difficult situation. We must practice just as a basketball player must keep training with a ball. So, how do we see our true nature? There is one story of Buddha that I want to share. According to the Nirvana Sutra, there once was a man who practiced honestly with all his heart. One day, he heard a message. All formations are impermanent. This is the law of appearing and disappearing. Certainly, he felt his mind open, but not fully. So he wanted to hear another message to awaken him completely. After he heard the rest of the message, he obtained enlightenment and thus became free from all suffering. What praise could have led him to be free from suffering? When both appearing and disappearing disappear, then the stillness is bliss. All things are always changing. It is the law in our life. Form, sound, smell, taste, touch, 
and thought appear and disappear repeatedly. But it is also true that there is a one thing that always remains ever present. It never changes. What is it? The sound of the gong appears and disappears. But what is the thing that does not appear nor disappear? Stillness. Stillness is a silent awareness. The space in which everything is always unfolding. It never changes because it's completely empty. So all suffering eternally extinguished. That stillness is our true nature. In that stillness, we can find refuge in the midst of the chaos. In that stillness, we can be free from all suffering. Just like it said in the Heart Sutra, all Buddhas were able to free from all suffering and distress by relying on this stillness. If we keep stillness when the sound appears and disappears, we can be free from suffering of sound. The same is true of form, smell, taste, touch, and thought. We can keep stillness even at this very moment. How can we do that? I would like to share a simple way to invite this awareness into your everyday life. First, take a pause before you do anything. For example, before you watch TV, or before you make or answer call, or before you drive, take a pause and be aware of the stillness. And next, keep this stillness while you watch TV or make or answer call or drive a car, etc. Repeat this several times until you become more aware of the stillness during the day and it becomes more natural. Let me share my experience. The other day, I went grocery shopping wearing a mask. A lady who was walking there smiled when, I, when she saw me and said, since you are wearing a mask, I feel safe. And then she added, 
it says, I felt very warm inside. A little while later, when I was picking out fruit, an elderly lady standing close by bluntly told me, six feet away. I stepped back and said, sorry. She, she replied, too late. I felt so much attention from her. The attitudes of the two ladies toward me were very different. I felt the friendliness of the, the one lady and the bluntness of the other lady. However, my mind was not swayed by either of them. That is because before I went into the store, I took a moment to pause and check my mind. I was able to keep the stillness while I listened to them. I would say this is, a, this is an example of keeping stillness in our daily life. More subtly, you can begin to pay attention to moments of space and stillness in the flow of your life. Like that momentary pause between your inhale and exhale. Be attentive whenever you can to the spaces between thoughts. In your mind, there is always an unchanging field of awareness, which is never changed by the thoughts passing through it. Everything that changes has an unchanging stillness at its heart. We will, we will be able to make a progress in our practice only when we have a clear goal to measure our practice. What if we have not ever experienced this stillness? What if we were unable to tell if we were successful at maintaining this stillness in a challenging situation? It would be like a basketball player who could not tell where he or she made the basket. With seeing our true nature, we can find refuge in stillness. This is why we practice meditation. This is why we practice meditation. Through meditation practice, we connect to our true nature, the everlasting stillness of our mind. Mm -hmm.